last week, Jesus told us a story that demonstrated the extraordinary depth of God's forgiveness and inviting grace which inspires us to give to others. This week we have two stories that illustrate a similar vision of abundance that illustrate and emphasize how God's extravagant love is working to include everyone. Let's start with the parable from Matthew. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. As we read this narrative, we have to keep in mind the pressures of farming. All year long, the owner of this vineyard carefully attends to the vines. He mines the soil. He keeps the vines from frost, carefully waters them, and then the grapes must be harvested at just the right time. It takes a ton of work and attention. In 2016, farmers in Santa Barbara County were forced to leave 13 million worth of crops to rot in the fields. Thank you for Kathy for passing that on to me months ago. It wasn't that the crops were bad or drought had gotten the better of them. Farmers simply could not hire enough workers to collect the crops. It is in that context that the owner of the vineyard goes out and hires day laborers. The owner gives them the standard day's wage. In our terms, 7 to 75 an hour. <laughs> the agreed upon standard. Maybe that's why the workers have come. Maybe that's more money than they would make elsewhere. Or maybe these are folks who have a live, whose livelihood crumbled in a myriad of other ways. A child got sick, a family member died, their harvest failed. Some kind of socioeconomic pressure has made them day laborers. So the vineyard owner goes to the marketplace and finds some folks to work in his vineyards. In his vineyard. First, Early in the morning, he goes. Then again at 9 and noon and 3. Then at 5 p.m., the day is almost done. And he finds more folks standing around in the market. He asks them, why are you standing here idle all day? They respond, because no one has hired us. They weren't out just like hanging out all day. They were trying to get work all day long. These are the folks who are left over. They are the folks who have been marginalized or forgotten. Maybe they have physical deformities. Maybe they're like shorter or weaker or not as strong as some of the other people that were there. For whatever reason, all day long they've been passed over forgotten. So the vineyard owner has mercy on them 
you also go out into the vineyard. Then payday comes, and the latecomers get the same as those who worked all day. This is offensive to the people who worked all day. Even though they get paid exactly what they expected, they feel slighted. Why did I work so hard? <laughs> they feel it's unjust. This passage illuminates the difference between our justice and God's justice. Our sense of justice is that everyone gets what they deserve. The kingdom of heaven does not work that way. In God's justice, everybody's in. Justice for God means that everyone is included. Or as the Orthodox Church sometimes says, God's justice is mercy. Sometimes that mercy is a reversal of our sense of justice. The last will be first, and the first will be last. To include everyone, the meritocracy goes out the window because the priority is inclusion. Theologian Henry Nowen suggests that inclusion requires hospitality divorced from agenda. He says, hospitality is not to change people, but to offer them space where change can take place. That sort of hospitality often strikes people as inappropriate unjust. When I lived in LA, I used to bike to work, and on that commute, I passed one of the hot spots for day labor in all of Los Angeles, 11th Street in Santa Monica between Olympic and Colorado. All day long, any day, every day, you could find workers waiting on the curbs of that entire street to get whatever work came their way. Maybe it's construction, maybe it's just moving stuff, whatever work they could find. Out of compassion, some local folks bought a porta potty for the street. And of course, of course, there were people who complained. How could you encourage this? Did they deserve it? Again, we get that tension between merit and hospitality. The arguments against the laborers hired at 5 p.m. are remarkably similar to those who oppose DACA, for example. They don't deserve it. They broke the law. They're similar to those who oppose transgender equality. These people made a choice. Similar to those who oppose affirmative action. And last, last night I read this article on New York Times, in New York Times about how um, uh, in, in Silicon Valley there has been... Um, uh, a turn against uh, uh, benefiting women who are seeking to work 
in, in Silicon Valley, in the tech industry, which is an extraordinarily sexist <laughs> field, as, as many of us, I think, are aware. Uh, it's, a, it's an incredible article, and it's, it's really interesting to see how that hatred has formed because people think that women don't deserve to be there. It's fascinating, despite all of the pressures that those women are fighting against. It is curious to me how often hospitality inspires hostility. This question of merit, of whether they deserved it, brings us to the passage from Exodus, manna from heaven. The Israelites have left Egypt and are now wandering in the desert and they're grumbling, why did we come? <laughs> we were comfortable back in Egypt. At least we had food. We were slaves, but we had the flesh pots. <laughs> yeah, it's great. They are scared and hungry in the wilderness with no sign of food. But here and again and again in Exodus and throughout the Hebrew Bible, God provides for God's people, whether they deserve it or not. God says, I'm going to rain bread for you. I love that phrase. I love it. it makes me think of that song, Pennies from Heaven. Do you guys know that song? Anytime it rains, it rains. Pennies from heaven. We might sing it at the end. Stick around. <laughs> But when the Israelites get what they want, they don't even recognize it. Mana, the word means, what is it? What is it? We don't even know. I like how it's described here as a fine, flaky substance. It makes me think that they're like communion wafers scattered all across the, the desert. This bread literally surrounds them, encircles them, but they don't know what it is. It takes someone versed in God's ways to help them understand, to appreciate the miracle that God has provided. In her book, Pilgrim at Tinker Creek, naturalist and incredible writer Annie Dillard talks about a habit she had as a child. She would take pennies and hide them for people to find. She would hide them like under tree roots and all, and all sorts of weird places. And then she'd make arrows like leading up to it <laughs> from all the way down a block. She, she goes on to say that observing nature is like finding pennies. Treasures are everywhere. Same goes for the God love life. God is everywhere. We are immersed in God's grace, but to identify that divine gift, we have to learn to see it. One of the ways that we do that, one of the ways that we train our eyes for the kingdom of God is to walk with those who are suffering. Because God's mercy, this God love life, doesn't make much sense if you are not one who wanders the desert, if you're not one who is hungry or one who needs work or one who is sick. 
If you never walk with the traveler, the foreigner, the enslaved, you will not understand. Again, Annie Dillard suggests, if you cultivate a healthy poverty and simplicity, so that finding a penny will literally make your day, then, since the world is planted in pennies, you have, with your poverty, bought a lifetime of days. Brings us back to hospitality and God's justice or the kingdom. God is striving to include everyone so that everyone's in. Everyone is part of the kingdom. So everyone can see the pennies around us, the quail covering the camp. Everyone is invited. Everyone is fed. Everyone can join this work that is never-ending. The work of loving one another. We all work and give thanks for the work because we are part of something great, like building a great cathedral. We might not see the completion, but we have great work to do. It's not a matter of how much work you've done, only that you were part of the project. The project of bringing God's grace to everyone. Amen.